0: we're going to discuss why study the Bible. Why the Bible? Why is the Bible the Christian book? And I'm sitting with my co-host, Travis Newman. Travis, good to see you.
1: Good to see you, Austin.
0: Yeah. And Travis is a a full-time husband. He is also a full-time dad, soon in January. And he is trained in classical percussion from Boston Conservatory and now works in landscaping.
1: That's correct. And as we're recording this i'm realizing i haven't met a lot of the youth yet so i'm excited to do that as well some of you might not know me and you're maybe going to hear my voice before you meet me in person we'll see but i'm looking forward to being around a lot more
0: you will love being around travis he is a joy a delight and god has wonderfully given him some great insight on scripture and and following following jesus so um Truth for the Youth exists to make learning followers of Jesus through navigating biblical and topical conversations that people want to talk about, hopefully. And so as we dive into this first episode, we're going to be talking about why the Bible, all right? The path the Bible leads us on is the lens in which we see the world. And that is the lens of
1: Jesus. Yeah, that's great. Is that good? But what did you see it on before? Should we start there? Should we go to what we used to yeah what before you were where you are now now yeah. you're in a great place austin but what was the bible to you
0: uh totally
1: i'm gonna take you to when i was like
0: uh i'm gonna say like 12 to 18 years old yeah right. i i feel like as americans i like knew i knew the bible was this book that had some something about it, but I thought it was some moral teachings and I knew in it was Jesus, but I, I didn't know the interconnectedness of the Bible. I didn't know anything about it. Um, other than that, it was this book that should be revered a little bit,
1: but that was about the basic. What about you? It, It was the book. I, I knew that I was supposed to read it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: But for me, I was in church and, going to youth group. And I believed I was saved. I believed I had walked through and said the prayers and Mm -hmm. said what I needed to say before God. And then I was saved and I had Jesus and and he died for my sins. I knew all that, but it was like, well, the book and the old Testament and that's all the stuff for like the really extreme kind of intense Christians, you know, like fasting too. These things that are just like, that's just for the really intense, yeah, people. You know, I not ever. I don't. I can be fine as long as I just know yeah. that, like John three sixteen. I'm good.
0: Yeah, it's like putting your toes in
1: the kiddie pool. You're like, yeah. I'm
0: okay if I just dip my toes in here, and that'll be good.
1: I I ha- I wasn't convinced of why I should make it personal.
0: Oh. Ooh, when did you actually think it? I Travis Newman from Austin. Yeah should read the Bible. Why?
1: Well, the place I'm at now, I feel like I have a stronger personal relationship and even dependence on God and on Jesus, like specifically Jesus, what he did on the cross. And that came, I guess, to sum it up briefly, at kind of a low point. I'm 30 now. In my mid-20s, there was a time where nothing else was there for me except the Bible was sitting on my nightstand, nice and I turned and read it, and and it kind of started my journey back. Because as I alluded to before, I I did accept Jesus as my Savior when I was younger.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it just stood the test of time. Absolutely. It was still there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. I first
0: started reading the Bible when I was 19 years old. And— by God's grace, I got plugged into a ministry where I fell in love with Jesus pretty quick. My longing was finally quenched with Jesus Christ. And everyone else was reading their Bible. And I was just like, what the, like, what's about this? I don't, I don't know. And the guy who was helping me follow Jesus was like, yeah, man, you should dive into the Bible. And I'm like, where do I start?
1: I feel like you didn't dive. You cannonballed.
0: Oh, dude, I cannonballed it. <laughs> and he said you should start in First and Second Samuel. And if you guys don't know what First and Second Samuel is, it's like halfway in the middle of the Old Testament, and it's walking through Saul's life. It's talking through David's life. And honestly, it's a confusing book if you have zero context. And I remember texting my buddy and I said, dude, I don't even know anything about this. Like, I don't get the point of this. And in that moment, like wanting to give up on the Bible completely. One, because I didn't understand it. I also found it to be intimidating. Was that ever something you oh, interacted yeah, with? Oh, yeah, yeah. People know the Bible better than I. I don't know anything about yeah. it. Um, but then the second book I read was Matthew. The Gospel According to Matthew. And I read. I was reading through it, and I was Jesus' birth and this genealogy through his teachings. And then it, like, the pinnacle of it is Jesus being crucified. Mm. And that was the first time we're reading the Bible or reading anything. I thought to myself, he did not deserve that.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: that is when the Bible got personal for me. Is when I was like, oh, he died for me.
1: Oh, so you felt like you you felt guilt because jesus was was received something that he didn't deserve on your behalf maybe
0: yeah and i wanted more
1: more of jesus more well, of jesus more of the bible more about it you wanted to yeah. know more wow yeah. that's cool
0: yeah um talk me through kind of you talked about before you're reading the bible when you were first starting to read it you said in kind of a, a lower place and the bible was still there and it's still um active it's still presentable you could engage with it even then what was it like the next uh four or five years or or so of studying the bible what have you found
1: oh it's um i guess a lot of the students might not know this the there's um an allegory by plato a really old allegory of the cave
0: (laughs) here goes philosophy
1: basically studying the bible is something that the more i read the more i learn the more i realize i don't know awesome and so every every day that i wake up and actually read and study my bible and i'm filled by by god's grace i feel like I, i read it and i'm filled um I also am more and more humbled because there's more that I am aware of my own kind of shortcomings and my own need for for God as my, for Jesus as my savior. So cool. Yeah. I feel like
0: I read the Bible to know God and to follow God.
1: That's pretty simple.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to learn about God. And J.I. Packer, this old smart guy who talks about God, who loves God, he says, knowledge about God should lead to meditation before God, resulting in praise and prayer to God. And so as we read the Bible, guys, God has given us this word. He has breathed it into existence. And so that we can learn about God. Like we can hear from God in his word, like that is his grace upon our lives. And so in that, I fall in love with him more and more. And, you know, it's not like a am collecting knowledge. It's not reading a philosophy or a history book or a mathematics book. It is saying, I am giving you the living word of God, mm. and it's going to make you fall in love with the man Jesus Christ more and more. And so that's why I kept going. Wow. And, you know, eventually I came to this, like what I started with, that, The path this was leading on me on was that the Bible leads us to Jesus. Yeah. Like the pinnacle, the precipice, the the climax of the Bible is Christ Jesus on the cross that he didn't deserve this. It was like all leading up to it. Every story of the Bible from Genesis to Isaiah to these little minor prophets all are proceeding the arrival of God
1: that's what makes it like a path it's like a journey you're you're seeing more and more parts of this journey that's longer and more complex than we initially realized when we just first meet Jesus totally and it just makes us love him and appreciate him even more totally that's the lens that's what we're and honestly i think that's the important thing is that's all we're trying to do here is focus in that lens polish off that lens mm. make sure it's in 1080p hd vision on jesus
0: yeah oh to the audience i think this podcast would be a huge miss if you're like i want to hear insight from travis and austin (laughs) like right now it's like let me confess my inadequacy yeah but guys i hope what this podcast does it introduce you to the ability to read god's word interact with god's word and fall in love with jesus more and so that's actually why we're starting with why the bible because we believe the bible is a pathway to Jesus. Yeah. And when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life, he's saying, I am true. Yeah. Truth for the youth, we're just saying, we are giving you an all-inclusive worldview that is Jesus Christ.
1: And it's not our idea. No. It's Jesus. And the Bible is one of the clearest tools we have yeah. for that. Uh, it, It couldn't be much clearer that the Bible is a primary tool for the Christian life. Given that, what do you say to the person that you're... What's the Bible saying to someone who you're trying to convince?
0: Whatever story you're taking in is going to shape who you are. If you are buying the Hollywood story, that is going to shape the way you think about life. It's going to think about your dreams, your aspirations everything about it, if you are taking in social media, if you're taking in this or that, and this isn't to put like a, oh, that's bad, because don't get me wrong, I love a good movie once in a while, or something like that. But what it is saying is, if you want the true story of this world, if you want the truest form, it is actually found in the Bible. That we actually have a lens that we can think about, how was the world created? How can we process suffering? How can we know what's next how can we know to live this life to the fullest with all of its purposes and god says here's my word yeah and so it's like how can for this person it's like well what what lens do you believe like what lens are you seeing the world through psalm 119 says this it says Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path.
1: It's that simple. He's
0: saying, I am leading you. I have gone before you. I'm giving you my word, paving the pathway of Jesus Christ, the one of truth and the one of peace, the one of love, the one of comfort, the one of joy, the one of making sense of suffering today, because we know the one mediator between man and God is the man, Jesus Christ. And he is giving us his word that he is the light that we get to follow.
1: That's so great. That's so beautiful. All
0: right, Travis. It's all fun and games. We were talking about how the Bible is a pathway that leads to Jesus Christ and that we believe Jesus Christ to be the way, the truth, and the life. And therefore, we can see the world through the lens of Jesus. And that is a joy that God has given us through his grace, his word, that we can know him and we can love him. But let's get down to the real questions, all right? I have questions Uh for you that I have, uh, that students have, Mm. and that parents may have, all right? And so... I've talked to teenagers about this stuff, and they've given me their questions, all right? And I want you to answer these concisely. Yep. And students and parents, if you have questions, I want you guys to email us. Oh, yeah. I want you to say, hey, I have more of a a question on this. Can you expand upon this? It would be our joy to answer those. But first off, what would you say to the person that says, "I, I get it. Like, I probably should read my Bible. I just don't have enough time.
1: Hmm. I would say finding the time is more important than you think then. Okay. If you don't have enough time, um, probably something needs to come back out of your life. And that's a tough conversation with a student because a student who we're talking to might not even feel like they have a choice in that. Yeah. So it's, it's probably an important conversation if that's really what it feels like.
0: Oh, yeah it's a it's a question of priority yeah what what are you filling yourself with
1: and it's a it's a it's a conversation that has to be done with respect if you're a student and your parents are and you have to have that conversation with your parents yeah it's done with good taste and and respect and humility but it's important to make the time so we need to find something to take when's a good
0: time that you do it not the right way but a way
1: uh to read yeah Oh, first thing in the morning. Mm. Actually, I go on a little walk first. Mm. Sometimes. Nice. Get the blood flowing. Yeah. Pray while walking. Just talk to God. And then dive into the the word.
0: Nice. Uh, What would you say to the person who says, I just don't agree with everything in the Bible. You know, like I get some of the teachings of Jesus, but I also disagree with this part.
1: Uh, how how do you answer that question that's hard it it's part of humility before yeah. the word and submission to the word mm. because if we're honest, we all probably have parts of scripture that we come to and and it challenges us totally so one hand accept the challenge be challenged by it be be thinking enough while you're reading scripture that it does challenge you mmm and then I would say that's where the humility comes in is is submit to it, study it. If you're not sure, ask questions. Ask questions to a pastor or to someone you trust who you know reads the Bible, especially if you're a student and you're still figuring things out. But but yeah, allow yourself to be challenged. Yeah. By
0: it. I love in, in the book of Proverbs, and in Proverbs 30, he says, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. And so what this is saying is there is validity or there is truth in the word of God that every word is true. And I think what I oftentimes do is I'm like, "Ah, I don't know about this. Where when I assume that I know the right way, I'm actually trying to assume the role of God. Wow. Where God has actually given us his word and is saying, this is true. And, you know, when we pick and we, "Eh, I'm going to put this on my bumper sticker, but I'm not going to talk about this. Hmm. We're actually saying, I don't believe all all of what the bible is and that actually is not what the bible has to say It says every single word that is in your bible is true and from god and for our good
1: yeah and maybe one little point to tag on that sometimes i think it's important to understand we don't we don't fully get what creation was like without sin so we live in a world it's just to simplify this thought we live in a world that's so full of sin it's it's sometimes hard to actually understand what it is supposed to be like without sin yes. so take take the time too to really let that just be another reason if you're if you're a student of the bible to be patient with it and just give it time because it's hard to understand something that's that foreign it's like a foreign language yeah i remember the first
0: time i read through my bible read through my bible i remember I wrote so many question marks on it. Yeah, And guys, that's how I like, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't agree with this. And, you know, over the years, God has allowed me to see his lens more. And I still have those question marks. And when I'm 40, I'm going to have less question marks, but also more question marks. You know, you're just opening up another can of worms where you're actually seeing I am not God. I am man yet I can sit humbly before the throne of God. Next question. Is the Old Testament legit? Yes. Okay. But isn't it like kind of old? <laughs> Outdated? Different culture? It's super different culture.
1: Yeah. It, um, well, and it's even confusing because um, Jesus talks about the new covenant.
0: Oh, in the Book of Hebrews,
1: that's right. Um, and I think um, the important part is to remember that it's all part of the story, and not feel like if I don't understand every single book of the Old Testament right away, you know, it, don't feel like you have to achieve or check off things on a checklist. If you've got Jesus, then just start start somewhere in the Bible. And keep going. And you'll you'll get to the Old Testament. You'll get through the New Testament. You'll get into every little crevice of every little minor prophet yeah. in the Old Testament. Don't be intimidated by the fact that it can seem over overwhelming. Yeah. Would be a suggestion.
0: The Old Testament is 39 books. And it makes up the majority of the Bible. Yeah. And I avoided it when I first became a Christian. I was like, I'll read through the Gospels and the letters of Paul and, and this and that. But... I'm kind of scared of the Old Testament, but guys, I'm telling you right now, the Old Testament is legit because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ quoted from the Old Testament. Oh yeah, He was trained in Scripture. He was quick to say words that were written about him centuries before. And so it gives legitimacy about the Old Testament, but also when Jesus Christ came and was the perfect man, the perfect mediator between us and God, he also changed The way that we can view God, that he has actually allowed us to have a mediation between us and God and he has bestowed his spirit in us. But I get confused about that, too. And so, guys, I think it's okay to be like, man, yeah, there's there's things in the Old Testament that are hard. There's guys, that's okay. But keep going through and know that it is from God to God and pointing to Jesus Christ. That's right. Next question. My English teacher says a lot of the Bible copies stories from the time period it is written in. Is this true, and how do I think about it? Noah's Ark, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of...
1: Sure. And uh, we're both students in a school of theology in which um, we still talk about these questions and these. we read textbooks that talk about these very things. And it's important to say... Yeah, actually, there's some things in the Bible that scholars would even openly admit and tell you that it's strikingly similar, if not the same in some some parts. My my simple view on it is, well, yeah, the Bible is truth. The Bible is the true story of the world. It's the true story about the God of the universe coming down sending his son coming down to die for our sins and so there's parts of that story that somebody else that maybe doesn't have jesus they're still going to pick up on part of it yes and so um the lion king
0: oh yeah i like that movie
1: the lion king especially the new one what if i told you that the lion king has parts of the story analogous to the bible Parts of the story in the Lion King are taken from Bible stories. Yeah, and then two thousand years from now, someone said, "Hey, um, the Bible can't be real because there was also a movie called The Lion King <laughs> that had the similar storyline." Now know Simba. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not exactly the same as that. But the Bible is such a beautiful and compelling story, and the way God has ruled this earth is so amazing. Like, think about the story of Noah's Ark. It, of course, that actually happened. I mean, we believe that 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 is what happened. That's history. Yeah. And of course, other cultures have stories. They, they're telling the same history. They just don't have the full story because they don't have Jesus.
0: Yeah. My one add on that is God is the God over culture.
1: Oh, yeah. And so wow. it
0: makes sense when he appeals to man through culture. And these stories that come out, that makes sense. But through all of these, what separates these old stories between the cultures of, say, Mesopotamian or Babylonian cultures or all of these common cultures that teachers may throw out, it is saying, yes, yet the Israelites, the people of God, knew their God. And furthermore, Guys, here's a question of humility. You can say, man, I am not an expert in Babylonian culture. Yeah. Because truthfully, yeah. I'm not. And it's okay to like be like, I don't know. But don't get stuck up on that. Don't let that hinder your appreciation for the grand narrative that the Bible is. Yeah. Just to be able to say... I don't know. Like I, I guess I, I haven't studied Babylonian culture. I haven't studied this or that. It's, it's okay to say, man. I, can you press pause on that? Like I, I would like to dig deeper.
1: Yeah, and let us be the first to say we're having these conversations. We're talking to you, students, about this. But Austin and I are, are in classes. We're still struggling with these same things. We're learning. We, we see our journey as, very yes in the beginning of learning these things yes and we don't see ourselves even in some of this as the you know the authoritative (laughs) voice but we do see it as we're gonna speak into you because we are spoken into also by by people we trust and we we study with and we yeah so so that's an important part of it too we're still we're still figuring this all out too we're right (laughs) there with you don't get don't get that confused that we we've we will humble ourselves gladly before Uh-oh. the likes of <laughs> Jeff Dodge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: Uh here's a you could go a long ways into this, but I just want to give want you to give a quick one. Um how did these 66 books that make up the Bible um how did they get selected? Uh the word for this would be how did the canon of scripture um come to be?
1: The Holy Spirit has acted um, inspiring men and and through the early church history to select these texts the, these writings because um, this is something I didn't realize and so m- this might be new to some students listening to this but the Bible is just a collection of writings from different times and so mm, yeah the beginning is just Moses writing down the history of the beginning of the world <laughs> um, because he had a relationship with God in a way that we we don't necessarily we don't get to to basically Moses is writing this down because this is his experience and yeah. and he's he's passing this on and then Joshua and then so on through they're just writing down it's like their journal. We're reading oh, Moses's diary. His diary. Dear diary. <laughs> it's on his nightstand. Yes. Kind of. He probably didn't have a nightstand. <laughs> but and then uh, and then these guys in the New Testament are writing down um the gospel accounts because they know that people are going to need to read this. and And then we're reading Paul's mail. We're reading letters from this one guy to a bunch of the other churches. Yeah. And so the titles of some of these letters, Romans and Corinthians, those are just the people in Rome, the people in these cities where... He's just writing to them. We're yeah. reading his letters. He literally just wrote them a letter like, I want to encourage you. And then the Holy Spirit, through certain people over time, guided these writings to become the Bible.
0: Totally. Uh, this Another side thing that can go into this is this whole conversation of the Apocrypha. And guys, honestly, just a conversation that
1: you we'll probably ha- have in more depth. Yeah, you at don't have to point. worry about
0: now. But there's there's other books that um even Catholicism include into their books. It's the Maccabees, it's um Enoch, it's the, the you know, different books like the Gospel of Thomas are other mm. writings mm. that were not selected. And guys, um these are books that honestly I believe like God knew weren't gonna be in the Bible. Like and the Bible is perfectly the way God made it to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To be, to just kind of drive this point home, you know, it's, there's other writings that meet similar qualifications to the writings that are in the Bible. There's, there's other letters, there's other things, but we'll, we'll, you know, we could have later conversations about it, but the Bible that we have is truly a miracle. When you dive into the way that it has become what it is today. And, is the best-selling book of all time, and every single year is the best-selling book of the year.
0: Yes, for a reason.
1: And that, that just feels like to ignore that and to say that that is by happenstance and not by the act of the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, totally. feels like it
1: would be foolish.
0: All right, I have a few more questions for you. Um, do I have to understand everything I read the first time around, and am I just supposed to keep reading my Bible like for years on years
1: yeah well um no you don't have to understand everything i don't know that anybody understands it all the first time around especially (laughs) and it's and that hopefully that's a relief and hopefully it's it's not something that feels like i come to it having to understand it hopefully i come to it seeking to be filled and seeking to just learn and hear from god every day that would be the hope. It, you know, it yeah. could be quite discouraging if you felt like, oh, I I didn't understand this. And so, yes. you know, I feel inadequate. Yep. No, just don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to keep reading. Um, and, and that'd be the encouragement is, yes, just keep reading it. Just keep sticking yeah, it out. Totally. Be faithful and keep showing up. Mm hmm. That's the bottom line a lot of times with this.
0: Yep. Are you supposed to keep reading the Bible? Oh my goodness. Guys, I think what you'll find when you see the beauty and the perfection of the Bible, you will just want more and more. Mm. Your quenches never thirsted, never your your thirst is never quenched. <laughs> either either way works. Either <laughs> way, but guys, you gotta keep diving in and knowing God more and loving God through it. And guys, I think that actually testifies to how awesome and true the Bible is. You know, the vision for it's uh, so for great. a man's life that I'd cast for a woman's life would to be a to, would to be to a seventy five year old grandma or a seventy five year old man who has lived his life. And wakes up in the morning, talks to God, and reads the words of God. Yeah. And you just keep doing it. Because, guys, all Scripture is profitable for us. For teaching, for reproof, for correction. It trains us to be right like God. Mm. And it equips us for every good work. So the Bible is The fulfillment of God's character that we actually get to become more like God through knowing God. And so, yes, keep reading because it's so, so
1: good. Yeah, just dive in. Oh. Get addicted to it. It It gets better and
0: better and better. Yeah. My last question as we close is, what's a good book of the Bible to start on? Matthew. And how? How do I start?
1: Matthew. Matthew uh you just open it up and you just start reading
0: oh okay just
1: read the whole thing and it goes back to your question earlier you don't have to understand every bit of it you know i feel a little bit like i'm going to sound like an english teacher here like just power through it and read it and just keep showing up and and eventually if you if you if you just keep reading it, you will not be able to stop yourself from growing closer to God, I think. I agree. I mean, of course you have to meet meet God there sometimes and you have to like put effort in. But also if you do, if you just keep reading and keep seeking and yeah, you don't you maybe won't understand every sentence, but yeah. It's it's gonna it's going to start to get deeper and deeper and become a better and better experience over time.
0: Yeah. I think the book of John's also great. It's hearing yes. straight from Jesus. And, and guys, an encouragement here would be there's sometimes where it's not jumping off the pages off at you. Mm. Like you're not like, oh, my goodness, this is from God. You're like, oh, this is another word. But guys, the encouragement, like Travis was saying, is stay faithful to reading the Bible because some days you will dwell with God and you'll be like, "Yes, that was so saturating." And some days, you <laughs> just keep working through it. Yeah. And I think the book of John just gives us such a clear, precise understanding of who Jesus is and who we are in light of Jesus. And so guys, as we wrap up the first episode of Youth Truth for the Youth, Youth Truth. Youth Truth and why the Bible, I want you to go assured that God has given us the Bible, that it is true and it is a pathway and a book and a narrative that leads to Jesus Christ, our only hope, the only one who can be there for us in times of trouble and the only one leading us to an eternity with Him. And so I hope this is helpful. If you'd enjoyed it, um, like this, subscribe to our page. And guys, if you have any questions, like I said any earlier, email us at Truth at gmail.com that is youth for the truth at
1: gmail.com wait is it the other way around <laughs> oh no <laughs> ah truth for the youth <laughs> maybe we have to give both email addresses yes truth
0: for the youth at gmail.com guys i hope this is a blessing to your week um enjoy enjoy sitting with jesus and enjoy the wonderful word that is the bible
1: yeah amen